Yes, yes, y'all. And you don't stop. Freak, freak, y'all. And you don't stop. What's good, everybody? It is Saturday, and you know what that means. It's time for a new episode of the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host with the most smoother than the butter that you put on your toast. Cooler from coast to coast. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. It's your boy, Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Um, dealing with a headache. Had a headache for like a day and a half now. Um, it was a lot worse last night. But I'm uh I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna bring y'all bring y'all. You know I mean, I'm gonna bring out bring out the news. Bring y'all what's up. Bring out the bring out the good stuff. So last week we we talked about just black wrestling where we are where we came from, where we're going, how we are. It was a good discussion. And of course, of course, nothing better for that to be topped off than what happened at the end of Raw this week. We'll get into that a little bit later. But today's show, we will be looking at AEW Revolution. As you know, it is tomorrow. Usually it's on a Saturday, but they didn't want to compete with UFC. and They have a pay-per-view tonight as well. So they'll be competing with the NBA All-Star game. It's okay. But that's where we are. That's what we're doing. So for now, hit my music. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, first things first, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they will be unifying the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Now, both titles are held by Kota Ibushi, so he will become the first IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So, yeah. That's what's going down. Remember, they still have the United States Championship, which is currently held by John Moxley. He recently defended the championship against Kenta. So, yeah, good news. Good news. Good news all around. Chelsea Green, who is still injured, has signed a new deal with the WWE. It's a new three-year deal. Um, remember, she's still hurt. Kind of wish she didn't resign. I kind of want her to go to AEW. That's just me. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. She has re-signed with the company. Peyton Royce's mom, like all of us, is tired of seeing Charlotte Flair. Charlotte's uh, mom said this was on uh, Twitter when Charlotte said she was coming for the Women's Championship again because Charlotte can't do anything but fight for a title. Charles' mom said, of, of, of course you want to come for the title. How about giving others a shot? We've been through this. You know me. I'm not the biggest Charlotte Flair fan. I respect her skill. I respect her in-ring acumen, but I am tired of Charlotte. She was not missed while she was away. It's <sighs> whatever. AEW Revolution will be shown in select Cinemark theaters kind of dope kind of kind of dope and we are in the middle of a pandemic 20 bucks will get you a large soda 
popcorn, a mission, and uh, some beer, hot dogs, chicken. This isn't bad. AEW partnered with Johan Promotions, the show Revolution of Cinema Theaters, and this could be the start of something, something big. Um, this would be really, really cool. Now, here's the thing. You know Revolution is going to be long. I mean, AEW reviews are usually four, five hours long. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will be getting a new takeover around WrestleMania weekend. This one will air on April 8th. And how you find out is if you cancel your WWE subscription, it says before you go, you're going to miss out on these events. March 21st, Fastlane. March, I'm sorry, April 8th, TakeOver, and April 10th and 11th, WrestleMania. Now, 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 now. This doesn't make confirmed, but this is on a network. And there's a chance that it could be, could be a two-night event, you know what I mean? And that's because... Um, well, I was going to get to the story later, but that's because NXT is moving. NXT is moving after WrestleMania, almost, I believe, the week after WrestleMania. NXT is moving to Tuesdays. And what better way to end the Wednesday night of NXT by having a two-night takeover? You know, one part one on a Wednesday, part two on that Thursday. And the reason that NXT is moving and moving to Tuesdays is because the NBC Sports Network is ending the, the national network, not the, not the local ones. NBC Sports Network is ending and that means there has to be a channel to show uh, NHL on Wednesday nights especially their double headers and the obvious choice is USA They're, they gotta put it on USA which means NXT can't be on USA on Wednesdays which means it has to move so it's gonna move to Tuesdays where we're now compete with Impact this is just me spitballing. Don't be surprised if Impact moves to Thursdays. And now we will get wrestling five days a week. Raw, Monday, NXT Tuesday, AEW Wednesday, Impact Thursday, SmackDown Friday. I'm all forward. Five days of wrestling. Holla at your boy. Casey Cantazaro is injured. Uh, we thought it kind of would be an angle last week, but no, she is really injured. She has a partially torn LCL. She'll be out for a little bit. We'll get an update. Uh, so it fits the story of Xylee just being badass. You know what I mean? I'm all for it. So, in case he gets the girls back on Twitter, she she brought her Twitter back. Because, you know, COVID and shit like that. Anthony Bowens of The Acclaimed is currently out with an injury, which is why you've seen Max Caster um, wrestle. Uh, doing single matches, which is cool. I, I mean, I like the acclaim. They have talent. And I'm looking forward to them to do really, really big things. Now, he could still always come in the company Max Caster to the ring. I personally think Max Caster is probably the star of the acclaim, but this is cool. He'll be back. He'll he'll be back for sure. Um, WWE has instituted a warning against leg slaps. Now, if you watch wrestling, you've seen the leg slaps. You know what the leg slaps are for. They are for... To, 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 to for emphasis of moves hitting, especially when it comes to kicks. Um, they even installed a, uh, a sign backstage, right in the gorilla position. This is just Vince being Vince. Vince can go fuck himself. 
Farina Deeb is also out with an injury. <laughs> she uh, she just had a scope performed on her knee. Things went well. Remember, she is the current uh, NWA Women's Champion, but they are filming new content, so we'll see what happens there. We don't know if she's going to be stripped or they may have an interim champion, but she's out right now. Um, I'll tell you one thing, AEW Women's roster is definitely, definitely, definitely going to miss her. For sure. Um, it sucks that she's out because she's a really talented individual. But that's the news for the week, and we will be right for the shows uh, start with obviously monday night raw and of course did monday night raw start with a talking segment yes yeah you know it did uh it op- the show opened up with drew saying stuff and then miz coming out saying more stuff and then shame is coming out and saying more stuff and then mvp coming out saying stuff but he was short and sweet told miz yo you got one hour Nine o'clock like on the dot. We coming for that ass. We want the championship. So now this is the time to defend. This is the ninth week in a row. There's been nine weeks of this starting of the year. We're all opened up with a segment. Whatever. I'm. They almost had me this week when um I thought the show wasn't going to start with the uh, with talking, but of course it did. There's nothing, nothing new. At Rolled right into Drew and Sheamus having a really, really good match. The match went almost 25 minutes, and it's rare that we get shit like this on Raw. So I'm, I'm really surprised that it was. Um, I wasn't surprised that it was good. I was surprised that it happened. Next up, uh, Nia beat Naomi in a nothing match. The match went two and a half minutes. Whatever. Don't forget, Naomi and Lana are the number one. Are also, number one contenders for the tag team championships. Whatever. The Miz feigned sickness, and the WWE Championship didn't happen. So Lashley went backstage and told his dog, "Yo, one hour, one hour, son, one hour." And Lashley was really restrained because he knew if he ended up hurting this, he wouldn't get the match. Uh, and then we had a segment with Sh- uh, Man, who's back on Raw randomly. And once again, no mention of Raw Underground. Braun Strowman and Adam Pearce. This is all. This is just a long-winded way for us to get Shane versus Strowman at WrestleMania. Whatever. Um, Shane made a tag team title match where Strowman and Adam Pearce had to face the the Hurt Business, and Strowman had the match won until Shane told him to tag and sh- tag and Adam Pearce. Adam Pearce got hit with the most deadliest move in all of sports entertainment, professional wrestling. Surprise roll up! And Strowman looks like a fucking idiot. 
Um, Elias and Damian Priest had a 15-minute match for no reason whatsoever. Whatever. We had the second WWE Championship match with Miz and Lashley in. As soon as the bell rang, Miz just grabbed the belt and bolted. He was gone like he was shot out of a cannon. And once again, <laughs> MVP was pissed. Bobby Lashley was pissed. And Shane said, nah, 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 nah. Even though technically what Miz did was not wrong, he stayed in the confines of the rules for the match. Miz has to defend the championship later in the evening. If he doesn't defend the championship, he will be stripped and the title will be awarded to Bobby Lashley. Charlotte came out, said some dumbass nonsense, challenged Oscar for the championship because that's what Charlotte does. Fuck Charlotte. And then she beat Shayna Baszler in a match. Yeah. So let's not make our tag team champions look good. Shayna, who could probably destroy Charlotte, lost. Whatever. But on some better news, Bobby Lashley won the WWE Championship from The Miz. And Shane made it a Lumberjack match. That was cool. Lashley just dominated. He won with the Hurt Lock. And he is now your WWE Champion. And the era of the Almighty has begun. Where this goes to WrestleMania, Lashley versus Drew. I don't see Lashley retaining at WrestleMania, so sorry, Lashley, but this is good. Remember when I was talking about representation and seeing us at the top? This is good. So Lashley is now the fourth. No, he's the third WWE champion, black WWE champion. Him, Lashley, Kofi Kingston, and The Rock. Remember... Booker T and Mark Henry both won the World Heavyweight Championship. And Bobby Lashley and Ezekiel Jackson won the ECW Championships. So, yeah. Raw overall gets a C with a referendum for an A just because of Bobby Lashley, who's the most protected man in the entire fucking company. I am all here for it um that's raw it's the same show every week nothing nothing major nothing exciting nothing whatever i mean i'm happy that i'm very very happy that lashley won it's about damn time remember how dominant he was in tna which is good over on aew the show opened up with a match because it always opens up with a match, which is good. It opened up with a Shaq match. So Shaq and Jade Cargo beat Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. And boy, I did not have high expectations for this match because of the greenness of Shaq, Jade Cargo, and Red Velvet. Red Velvet's better than green, but she's still green. Um, But you knew Cody had a hand in making this match good, and this match was good. Uh, Shaq even went through two tables. Jade looked good. Red Velvet looked good. Shaq, everybody looked good. Everybody looked good in this match. I, I, I was good. I, I have no complaints about it. Uh, Shaq was stretched out, and as Tony, being an ass, went to open up the ambulance to uh, interview Shaq, who remember was on the stretcher. His body disappeared. So 
Shaq is gone. He's in the shadow realm. There was a press conference with the inner circle. Uh, Eric Bischoff and some people were asking questions. This all led to the Young Bucks getting a measure of revenge for uh, Jericho and MGF beating up their pops. Um, Santana and T's were put through tables. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. FTR, uh, Cash and Dax and Tully Blonkert beat the Jurassic Express. Uh, FTR were accompanied by J.J. Dillon, the leader of the Four Horsemen. And they got some help from Sean Spears. And then and Arn Anderson came out into the match and gave the Four signs. So... You know where I'm going with this. And I've told my boys this a, a couple of times. A new Four Horsemen with FTR, Sean Spears, being led by Cody Rhodes. It's going to happen. And their first feud can be with the Nightmare family. Book it. Now, as I said... Uh, previously, Anthony Bowens is injured, so Max Caster took on 10 of the Dark Order in a, in a qualifying match for the TNT ladder, TNT number one contenders ladder match at Revolution. Max Caster won, and Max Caster won with a little bit of help from Jack Evans, and this bled directly into the Hangman Page and John Silver versus Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn match. Um... That's how I like my storylines to be. First of all, I was happy that this was a different main event with a different storyline, which is always good. Hangman Page and John Silver did beat Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. Matt was kind of being a little pussy, trying not to get into the match, only winning though he had the real advantage. Uh, after the match, all of the tag teams came out to brawl with Ray Phoenix and Pac standing tall. And remember, there is the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, tag Team Battle Royal going on at Revolution. We'll get into that a little bit later. And in Women's Eliminated Tournament news, on Sunday, Thunder Rosa beat Riho in a really, really good match. Then on Monday, Nyla Rose beat Thunder Rosa in a really, really good match. And then Ryo Mizunami, the winner of the Japanese side, beat Nyla Rose, the winner of the American side, in another really, really good match. Uh, <laughs> so the tournament is set and it will be... Rio Mizunami taking on Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship at Revolution. And in a nice uh, countdown of Revolution show, Sheeta has said that Mizunami told her 10 years ago that you'll never be as good as me, you'll never be able to beat me. They have fought three different times, and all three matches have ended in a draw. I'm expecting Sheeta to walk out the winner. Period. Over. Actually, not over on this team. Uh, uh, AEW Dynamite this week gets a B. Solid, solid B. Over on NXT, the Kings of Wrestling, Only Lurkin and Danny Birch defeated the team of Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Ciampa and Thatcher got a little bit distracted as Imperium were on the stage. And they look stupid. Ciampa, Ciampa and Thatcher, that is. They look stupid for being distracted and tired of distraction finishes. But it happened. Um, 
Hey, this is the second week Imperium has showed up and they're bringing up people's past. Remember, Alexander Wolf is in, he is in Imperium. And don't forget, remember, he used to be in Sanity with Killian Dane. Now, other members of Imperium used to be in another faction in the Indies with Timothy Thatcher. So I want to see where this is going. Um, I really want to see where this is going. This is, this is really good. Now, all throughout the night, we had Therapy with The Way. Um, this wasn't a really great segment. It was just kind of there. Johnny and Candace are angry. Indy Hartwell is kind of lusting over over uh, what's that boy's name? Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory's like, yo, he's a cool dude. So I don't know where this is going. We'll see where this goes. Remember Moon beat Aaliyah in a nothing match. <sighs> Whatever. I like Aaliyah, I like the Robert Stone brand, but we got we've gotta do something with them. Um yeah, whatever. Shayna Blazer and Nia Jax retained the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Championships over Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. There were some shenanigans. The match was good, but at the end, Shayna Baszler choked out Dakota Kai. Adam Pearce came down with a raw referee and declared the winners Shayna and Nia. Dakota Kai wasn't the legal man in the match. So, William Regal later in the evening said he has an he's going to have an announcement for next week that's going to change the landscape of NXT. And obviously, my first thought was NXT is getting their own women's tag team titles. The best division in all of professional wrestling. And... This makes all the sense of the world. They always have tag team matches. They treat they treat the tag teams with some meaning. They treat wrestling with meaning. And let me just go over the teams that we have in NXT, the the the, the women's teams. So Aaliyah, Robert Stone Brand. So we have Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. It's one team. We have the way. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwood, that's two. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, that's three. Ember Moon and uh, Shotzi Blackheart, that's four. Io Shirai, Io Shirai doesn't have anybody. Casey Kinsler and Caden Carter, that's five. Uh, that's five teams right now. We still have, we can probably have some makeshift teams of. We got Cora Jade, we've got Gigi Dolan, we've got Zoe Stark, Vanessa Bourne, don't forget Tegan Knox is out, and we got Santana and Garrett. We can fit some more teams in it, but that's five that's five teams I gave you. I'm excited. Um you can probably put Gigi Dolan I hate that name. Priscilla Kelly with Cora Jade as they were a team as well. So Let's see what the announcement is next week. Let's see what the announcement is next week. And we might get something special. And the NXT UK Women's Division is also growing with Amali, uh, Valkyrie, Danny Lewin, Isla Dawn, Jenny KB Ray, Mikasada Moore, Nogan McKenzie, Nina Sanders, Piper Nevin, and Zaya Brookside. And do not forget that. Don't forget, Ty Valkyrie has signed with the WWE. She will clearly be in NXT soon. She does not need to be in the Performance Center, obviously. Okay. Cameron Grimes beat Bronson Reed with a little help from LA Knight, the former Eli Drake. 
previously, Ellie Knight came out, cut a promo. Grimes Freak came out the end, and Grimes is also using that uh, that rap music, the To the Moon, as he is now the Million Dollar Man. It's great. I love it. Cameron Grimes was great. Uh, and in the main event, Finn Balor beat Roderick Strong. Solid. Finn needed to get a winner, so defend. He'll be defending the uh, uh, the uh, NXT Championship against Adam Cole next week. And next week on NXT, we will have uh, Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, the Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Candice, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. And there's one more match I can't think of, and I'm so so sorry, y'all. I can't think of what that other match is. This is a solid show next week. But that happened. NXT this week gets... It wasn't great. Um, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. It wasn't that great of a show, but it wasn't horrible. And it's really, really rare that NXT will ever have a bad show. Over on SmackDown, we opened up with Daniel Bryan. And as you know, talking segment, but it's Daniel Bryan. And then it came out with, then it led to Roman coming out. And they had a nice little back and forth. So this is the ninth week in a row that the show has started with a talking segment. And they're almost always better than Raw's because of the players involved. But this went 20 minutes. It went through an actual commercial break. The first match didn't start until 8.25. I'm tired of the talking, but SmackDown makes it work. But 20 fucking minutes come on son that's no bueno that's no bueno in classic WWE 50-50 booking they were supposed to be a technique match between the Street Profits versus Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn that didn't happen we got singles matches instead Baron Corbin beat Montage 4 with the end of days and obviously classic 50-50 booking Angela Dawkins beat Sami Zayn with the surprise roll up Whatever. I think we might be getting King Corbin versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. We'll see. Dominic Mysterio beat Chad Gable, and this feud continues. Uh, Dominic's a little bit more, little, little, a little, a little bit more seasoning, but he's got, he's got it. He looks good. He looks, looks, looks really good. Um. Bianca Belair beat Shayna Baszler with a little assistance from Reggie, who got fired by Carmella. So that's twice this week that Shayna Baszler lost. She had three matches. She lost two of them. Come on, son. Come on, son. I I like how the women's, all of the women's feuds on, on, on SmackDown are kind of bleeding into each other. But I'm, it's, it's getting a little bit of overkill with Reggie. Let's move on. Randomly, Buddy Murphy is back and told Seth that he can help with his Cesaro problem. So, not only is Buddy Murphy back, he's now with Aaliyah. We don't know where he was. No explanation. None at all. They had the match. Cesaro won. It went a few minutes. These guys can put on a 20-30 minute banger. And that's what I need because we're obviously going to get Cesaro versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I need Cesaro and Murphy go out there. They need to give him 20 minutes and let him just go and tear the roof down. Apollo Crews has gone full Uha Nation. Remember his gimmick on the indies? He's now using a Nigerian accent. He's coming out with bodyguards. And I'm all for this. I am all, 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 
all for this. This is probably going to lead to him versus Big E at WrestleMania for the IC title with Apollo winning. I'm happy. I am extremely happy for Apollo Crews to finally be getting a push, to finally be getting something that is earned. And he looks good. He looks great. I am fucking for this. Now, we can just find Andrade and Aleister Black. Please. In our main event, Steel Cage match, Daniel Bryan tapped out Jay Uso. Which means Daniel Bryan will now get a Universal Championship match versus Roman Reigns at Fastlane. I remember this match now for the title happened about four or five years ago. We'll see what happens at Fastlane. We'll see. But it was also a really good match. Really, really good match. Um, main event in Jay. I'm waiting to see what's going to happen when Jimmy comes back. Will he just fall in line? Uh, where the fuck was Billy Kay? That's two weeks in a row. There was no Billy Kay on my screen. That ain't right. Also, Bianca Belair and Shayna uh, Sasha Banks will be getting a women's tag team title match again. Why? Why they lost at the last pay-per-view and this is only happening to turn Sasha heel again. Now, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville were confronted by Natalya and Tamina who has a gripe. And a good gripe. They have been dominating week in and week out. Why do they not have a tag team title match? Adam Pearce said, it is what it is, and walked off. Sonya said she would have done differently. So, I think, I'm spitballing here. This may lead to, after WrestleMania, Adam Pearce being the GM of Raw, Sonya Sonya Deville being the GM of SmackDown. And I'm for this. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Sonya Deville in the ring, because the girl's got skills. The girl's badass. But this is cool. This 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 is cool. I'm fine with this. Let's see where it goes. Now, for our matches of the week, AEW's got a lot of them. So, Riho versus Thunder Rosa, check it out. Thunder Rosa's versus Nyla Rose, check it out. Nyla Rose versus Rio Mizunami, check it out. All three matches in the women's, the women's Eliminator Tournament were really good for this week. Remember, there was, I told you earlier, there was that banger that Sheamus and Drew McIntyre had, the 25-minute match. Check that out. Check out the women's tag team title match between Shane and I versus Dakota Raquel. It was a little sloppy, but the moment was there. Check out the steel cage match between Jey Uso and Daniel Bryan. That was also very good because Daniel Bryan can have a great match with the fucking book bag. And check out the um, Shaquille O'Neal and Jay Carter versus Cody Rhodes and Red uh, Velvet match. Another really good match. It was... That's one, two, three, four, five matches out of seven this week that involved women that were just phenomenal. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Um, oh, as, oh, as for the review for SmackDown, SmackDown gets a B-. minus. There were just too many commercial breaks. And that opening just kind of really turned me off. No show really stood above one, one this week. So I'm not going to really say... One show had the, the clear was the clear cut winner this week, but they were solid. Um, yeah, so that's that's the reviews for the week, and we'll be right back.
AEW presents Revolution. One of their four pay-per-views will be tomorrow night. So, what we got? What's the card? Uh, who's going to win? Who, who do I think is going to win? Let's just dive into it. You know what I mean? So, this was announced uh, late this week on the pre-show. What they call the buy-in. It will be Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker and Reba. One of these is not like the other. Obviously. Riho and Thunder Rosa are clearly going to win this match. This is to continue the Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker feud. Uh, Reba's here to take the, take the pin. Whatever. I don't know if it's going to be a great match. Uh, it's going to be solid. They're quality workers. Even, Re even Reba. So, just take yeah, Rio Thunder Rosa wins this match. I'm all for it. I need to see Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker part two. And it sucks as Thunder Rosa is here because NWA is not really doing anything right now. And you know once her contract is up, she's going to sign with AEW. And on, on paper, it looks like she's already with the company when she's not actually an actual wrestler with the company. So, yeah. Then we have the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal. I don't know if this is for the number of contenderships or not. And I think this match should also be on the pre-show. As to not uh, boggle down the card with a lot of time. And that's a problem that AEW does have with their shows. But in the Battle Royal we have Bear Country, Dark Order, Proud and Powerful, Butcher and Blade, Private Party, Death Triangle, Matt and Mike Sidell, The Gun Club, Peter Avalon and Sosa Bernoni, SCU, The Natural Nightmares, Varsity Blondes, and The Jurassic Express. Now the one thing I do like about AEW, what they have with their their battle royal, especially when it comes to tag team battle royals, is the rules make sense. So in the tag team battle royals, if one member of the team is eliminated, they're still in a match. Unlike the WWE in the tag team battle royal, that if one member of your team is eliminated, both members are eliminated. That is fucking stupid. Just like in a tag team table match, if one of your teammates goes through a table, you lose the match. No, you gotta put both teammates through the table. As to who's winning this match, remember on AEW Dynamite this past week, um, Phoenix and Pac stood tall, so they're obviously one of the favorites. Let's go with, I'm going to go with the final four, Jurassic Express, because it's the Jurassic Express, Proud and Powerful, one of the Dark Order teams, either John Silver, Alex Reynolds, or Eva Uno and Stu Grayson, and... Death Triangle. Winning this match, I'm gonna just go with the Death Triangle. They're the smart pick. But also, look at these teams. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen teams. Now remember, there's also the acclaimed fourteen. There is Top Flight fifteen. Uh, Young Bucks sixteen. The Hybrid two seventeen. Two teams in the two teams in um the inner circle. That's nineteen. Team Taz, twenty. And I might be missing another solid team off the top of my head. Oh, FTR, twenty-one. Twenty-one tag teams in AEW. 
Let's take out Bear Country as their as their their uh, dark team. So twenty teams, twenty teams in AEW. That is absurd. They obviously care about tag team wrestling, unlike the WWE. The WWE should have at least ten teams on each roster. Raw and Smack between Raw and SmackDown. NXT clearly cares about tag team wrestling. That was a little side tangent. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot about Miro and Kip Sabian, 21, and Best Friends, 22. 22 tag teams. No, awesome that is. 22 tag teams. I'm still picking a death triangle. We have, we have, in our next match, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. I'm not going to say that this is a nothing match, as this match does have some story behind it. Remember, Trent is out with an injury, or this would be the best friend versus Miro and Kip Sabian. And it looks like Kip Sabian might be back from his injury. Take Miro and Kip Sabian to win this match. And for this feud to continue, um, I forget how long Trent's going to be out, but this feud will finish with Kip, probably with Kip versus Chuck and Trent versus Miro. Yeah. Next up, we got the Face the Revolution ladder match. Number one contendership for the TNT Championship. And our participants are Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, Max Caster, Lance Archer, and then to be announced. Now, first things first. Scorpio Sky is only about 50%. He said it himself over on AEW. But he's, he's digging into this kind of cockiness where it's 50% of him is still better than 100% of everybody else. I'm forward. Push Scorpio Sky to the moon now are to be announced AEW has said this week with the help of Mr. Paul White that they will be signing someone and they are Hall of Fame worthy and so many names popped out I'm gonna just throw a name who I think is gonna sign Christian fuck it Captain Charisma himself Christian so yeah I don't know who it could be. We'll see. Now, I don't think they should keep signing people. Focus on the people that you have. Now, this will get a lot better once they get that fourth hour on TNT. But focus on your roster for now, man. All right? Just focus on your roster. Winning the ladder match. It's not going to be Cody because they can't do him versus Darby just yet. Scorpio Sky is still hurt. Max Caster is too, full, too low down on the card. I think this comes down to the to be announced and Lance Archer. I'm fine with that. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Lance Archer to win this match. That's what I'm going to roll with. I'm going to roll with Lance Archer to win this match. Give this match about 25 minutes. And it should be exciting. Ladder matches are usually exciting, and AEW knows what they're doing. Next up, we got the big money match. Matt Hardy versus Hangman Page, and the winner gets that person's first quarter earnings of 2021. It's 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 a random match with a random storyline, but they kind of bleed into each other. Now, remember, Matt Hardy was has been screwing people over, and he officially helped make the private party. They're now heels. They're now bad guys. So... 
he also has vowed to take out the Dark Order, who has Adam Hangman Page's back. Winning this match? Oh, see, this is tough because because Private Party will be involved, the Hybrid Two will be involved, the Dark Order will be involved. You can you can bank on it. No pun intended because of the match. I am going to go with I'm gonna go with Matt Hardy. He kind of needs a win, and I like him on this little power trip. So I'm gonna take Matt Hardy to win this big money match for big money match. The street fight. Darby Allen and Sting teaming up to take on Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage. This match will be a cinematic match, as Sting really doesn't need to be in the ring anymore. But with the arrival of cinematic matches, you can do a lot of things. So I'm here for it. There's going to be some shenanigans. Who's going to win? You don't want to have Sting lose his first match back. That's the thing. You don't want to have him lose his first match back. And you don't want to have Darby lose when he's got to defend the title. But with that being said, I'm still picking Team Taz because they've, they've kind of been losing a lot. They Remember, they did lose that match with Darby and Cody on the Winter's Coming special. So I'm going to pick Team Taz to win this match. It's going to be crazy, it's going to be weird, it's going to be random, it's going to be nuts, but take Team Taz to win this. AEW Women's Championship. The, the winner of the Women's Eliminator Tournament, Rhea Mizunami, or Rhea, I'm sorry, it's Rhea Mizunami, versus the champion, Hikaru Shida. First of all, I'm picking Shida to win, because Shida always wins. But also, what I'm going to go with here is that Sheeta can finally get that W, get that win versus Rio. Now remember she said, Rio, 10 years ago, said that you'll never be better than me, you'll never be able to beat me. They've fought in three times, and in out of those three times, they've had three draws. That's nuts. These are both quality workers, and I'm not going to say this match can steal the show, because every match on this card could actually steal the show. But I want to pick Sheeta to retain and Rio to officially join the roster. And we need to get Sheeta a new challenger. But pick, take Sheeta. AEW Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks will be defending against Chris, Chris Jericho and MJF. Now, um, I'm not super excited about this feud. The match is going to be good, but I'm not excited about the feud because just because of its outside wrestling stuff with Jericho, he's it's kind of turning me and a lot of people off. But that's beside the point. Let's, let's take our personal feelings out of the way. I don't think the Young Bucks can have a bad match, and it's about time we put some gold around MJF's waist. So I'm going to take Chris Jericho and MJF to win. I'm going to take 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 them to win the match. Where the Young Bucks can now go and feud with the Good Brothers afterwards for the Impact Tag Team Championships. And in our main event, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship will be defended in an exploding barbed wire death match. As it'll be Kenny Omega defending against John 
Moxley. Let that sink in. Exploding barbed wire deathmatch. We know John Moxley is nuts. We know that guy is not of this planet. And Kenny can get down and dirty when it needs to be. This match will be bloody and brutal. I don't want it to be super, super bloody. Just kind of... It doesn't need to be... Uh, it doesn't need to be outlandish. So... It doesn't even need to go... It doesn't even need to go 20 minutes. What I would like to see is quality. You know the Good Brothers are going to get involved. Picking a, picking a winner here is hard because Moxley's had a very long reign and do you really want to get the belt back? Kenny's reign, I believe this is Kenny's first defense? I believe this is actually his first defense and he can't lose his first defense. So I think Kenny's going to retain. Mox can go away for a while and be with Renee. Um, so take Kenny in the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Overall, it looks like it's a solid card. We got three championship matches. We've got. A little bit of a little bit of variety. We've got a couple tag team matches. We've got a battle royal. We got a ladder match. We've got an exploding barbed wire death match. It should be a fun show. I hope it's not as long as the other shows are usually are. Like sometimes AEW reviews end at like eleven thirty at night when they're starting at seven. And that's the pre-show. Check it out. AEW Revolution this Sunday. There are my picks one more time. Rehill and Thunder Rosa over Britt Baker and Reba. The Death Triangle to win the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal. Miro and Kip Saban will defeat Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Lance Archer to win the Face the Revolution ladder match. Matt Hardy to win the Big Money match. Team Taz to win the Street Fight. Hikaru Shida to retain her Women's Championship. Chris Jericho and JF to beat the Young Bucks for the Tag Team Championships, and Kenny Omega to retain versus John Moxley in the Exploding Barbed Wire Deathmatch. That is our show. That is the High Risk Wrestling Podcast for today, March 6th. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Next week's show, we'll be looking at the state of women's wrestling in AEW and Impact Wrestling. This should be a fun show as it is Women's History Month. Uh, check me out on the socials at charismatic underscore creations 52 on Instagram. You can reach out to me there. And as always, to my girl, to my baby, Anna J, get well, get better. I hope you're doing uh, great rehab, great in rehab. And holla at your boy. Peace.